2: The Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and there's no national holiday today. At all. Not one. We're just hanging here with our Friday regulars. You know, and since we're always so serious on this show, we're going to talk about lightening up when it comes to your finances. Coming down to the basement with a cold, we're graced with the presence of Paula Pant. From LenPenzo.com, Bob Wheeler. Nah, just kidding. He'd never come on this show. It's just Len Penzo. And then, we have our sunshine and rainbows boy, OG. On today's show, we'll review the top 10 most embarrassing financial topics. Hmm. Hmm wonder if spending money on backwax is on that list oh well then i'll strike with my enlightening trivia and now a guy whose financial knowledge is as impressive as the length of his braids it's joe saw see <laughs>
0: Wouldn't it be great if I could braid both of my hairs on the top of my head? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday. Let me be the first one to welcome you. I'm Joe Salcihai, Average Joe Money on Twitter. And uh, what, a, what a weird April Fool's Day it has been because of the fact that, uh, well, th- th- they redesigned this Fireside app. Everybody just sounds a little weird today. Let's say hello first to the guy sitting across the card table from me. It's Mr. OG here. How are you, man? I'm great. Happy April Fool's Day. Yes, absolutely. You're looking a little different.
1: I'm I'm much more handsome for some reason. Just,
0: just feeling a little different. And the guy who is deep under Los Angeles with his bunker, in his bunker, it's Mr. Len Penzo's here. How are you, my friend? I'm alive and breathing and kicking.
3: Boy, boy you sound weird today. What's going on, Len? Well, you know, it's... Uh it's the air. I blame it's, it on the air. There's, it, there's so much smog in
0: Los Angeles. The smog in the bunker. <laughs> it, just, it just finally filled <laughs> up the bunker and air quality at an all-time low. It's and the, 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 the woman who is a ray of sunshine, who's all over the place, the voice behind Afford Anything, it's Paula Pant.
4: Hey, Joe. Happy to be here today.
0: Wow. What happened to you, Paula? Everybody's, what's going on?
4: Oh, you know, it's the helium. That's what
0: This is what my voice sounds like on helium. <laughs> is, that, is that what people tell you all the time, by the way?
4: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yes. And as, as you all can hear uh, this on our April Fool's Day episode, sadly, we don't have any of the gang here. We have three people who are either comedians involved in comedy or are just people we think is hilarious. And that voice you just heard is not Paula Pant, but it's Gwen Murr. How are you, fiery millennial?
4: Oh, I am doing just great. I couldn't think of a better uh, cast of people to hang out with on April Fool's.
2: (laughs) It's going to be so great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute! That's not a compliment. <laughs> 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 Doug right, saw right. through that Tony, one. your
4: voice, Paula, <laughs> it's perfect. I get to hang out with a bunch of fools and April fools. Hey, be
0: watch out for that and uh, and that voice that we said is Lampenzo. That's actually the man who's the CFO of the Comedy Store, one of the nation's uh, uh, most premier comedy clubs. Mister Bob Wheeler's here. That is me. Yes, absolutely. And the Funny You Should Ask podcast. Well, the
3: Money You Should Ask money. podcast. Money, funny you should say, money. Funny you should say, <laughs> money you should say. Yes. How's the show going, Bob? It's been great. We've been having some really cool guests.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It is It is so fun to listen to. And the gentleman who is playing the part of OG today, sitting across the card table for real from me, it's actually comedian Paul Ollinger. Hello. Here. Hey, dude. How are you, really? I'm very well. It's fantastic. Thank you for picking me up from the, the, the Marta station. Marta station. Oh. Yes. I got not only the train across town, but I got to have a guy serenade me. Oh, nice. Yes, it was good. We got a serenade. We
1: specialize in serenading here was, in the uh, ATL. It
0: was very good. And of course, your podcast is the Crazy Money Podcast.
1: We're sitting at the headquarters of the Crazy Money Podcast this is, at this moment. Smells like crazy money. Yes, it does. It does. That's why there's candles that aren't lit right now.
0: Well, today's going to be super exciting because we're doing a game show episode. These are our favorite episodes now we told all three of you you don't have to prepare because here's what happens today. Well before we actually get into the let's do this first. This episode sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget, well look no further than State Farm. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they can also be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. Oh, God. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five that's right U.S Cellular, a company that sells phones, wants us to put down our phones and to see what we find. learn more at uscellular.com/ built for us And now we'll get into it. let's get ready for our game show. All right, here's the way the game show works, contestants. You're all playing for one of our competitors, uh, Paula, Len, or OG. And uh, this is going to give them a point in their yearly contest to see who gets maybe the ugliest trophy of all personal finance trophies. Uh, The score, by the way, going into this... Len has four. OG and Paula last week tied. And so they have three and a half, three and a half. So it is close, everybody. Now you'll get one point in the first round. You'll get two points for an answer in the second round. And three points for an answer in the third round that is correct. So we're going to switch out music. There we go. Here's our 70s game show music. So this piece... The rules of this is we we have a piece from U.S. News, Top 10 Most Embarrassing Money Topics. Now, it doesn't matter if your guess is right or wrong that it's in the top 10 because you're going to have probably a guess that's brilliant knowing the three of you. It just matters whether it's on the list or not. So can you find one of these 10 things that U.S. News calls Top 10 Most Embarrassing Money Topics? That's what we're doing today. So we're going to go ladies first, Gwen, you get the first chance for a point. What is one of the top 10 most embarrassing money topics on this list?
4: Paying off debt.
0: Paying off debt. You, do, do you think it's th- that people are embarrassed when they pay off debt?
4: I think people are embarrassed to talk about the debt that they are trying to pay off.
0: Yeah. Is paying off debt on the list? Boom, boom, boom. What?
2: We're doing them manually now. The, the sound effects are, that's hilarious. They, they,
0: they are, times are tight.
1: <laughs> he spent a lot of money on his lodging here in Atlanta. We can, wow. My
2: my
0: landlord here has is, is, just been brutal. This is what happens when you go on tour. Everybody knows that these tours are a time to take advantage of the host. So Gwen does not get that right. Mm. He, he, he embarrassed about paying off debt. Let's be clear. It was paying off debt. Embarrassed mm-hmm. by, uh, Mr. Uh, Len Penzo's in first, which means OG goes second. Paul, you are up my friend. First
1: of all, I, I want to, th- I, I think that she should get a practice round gimme because I wasn't really sure of, of what the topic is, but I think I know now. So these are top 10, most embarrassing things that happen around finances,
0: top 10, most embarrassing topics, such as money topic. bouncing a check. Ah, yeah. Is bouncing a check on this list? What? That's embarrassing. And it's actually debt because of overspending that that we're going to give you that one for. Oh. Yes, debt because you overspent. People yeah, are that's not
1: bouncing a check though.
0: But but you did you overspent from your account? You okay. bounced a check. All right, I'll take it. You got to take it. You, you, I'll take it. How about the overdraft protection too? Overdraft protection is great because I, I don't think, Paul, it's protecting you. It, may, it might be just protecting the bank. It's a line of revenue for the bank. That's for damn sure. $40 sure. it was for overdraft protection. And, and I remember back when I was horrible with money and just you go to the store, you go three times and you've got the overdraft protection and you get home and you realize you paid $120 in fees so that you were protected. Yeah,
1: right. That doesn't feel like protection, does it?
0: From the embarrassment of somebody I don't know and will never see again at Target (laughs) uh, worrying about me. So, not great. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you.
1: The the overdraft protection is the uh, equivalent of Blockbuster's rewind fees.
0: It totally is. It absolutely is. For
1: everybody under forty, there used to be this place <laughs> called Blockbuster, whence 100. you would whence you would procure your date night VHS, and you would never return it with it rewound fully, and they charge you like four bucks.
3: When we
4: were, are you still speaking English? Because those words <laughs> sound like English, but I have no idea what they mean.
1: Well, it's Middle English, yeah, it's actually. Middle. It's uh, <laughs> it's Chaucer. <laughs> <laughs> going going way back going there they say thou hast hath not rewound
0: thy tablet i remember when we were moving back to detroit i was packing up my stuff and i found a blockbuster vhs that nice. i had never taken back
1: You get Netflix equity if you take it into the right place.
0: It wasn't even anything good. I don't don't even remember what it was. All right. Uh, Paul slash OG gets a point. Bob, how about you on
3: this list? 10 embarrassing money topics. We got nine of them left. I would say uh, having credit card declined after making a purchase.
0: Is credit card decline on the list? And it's actually, it's broader than that again. We're giving you the, the, the another much more broad one. It's just credit cards in general. Like uh, people apparently not d- don't love, are embarrassed to talk about their credit cards. Do you think, Bob, that it's the fact that we see people like the points guy and these people that are credit card ninjas now, and we all kind of realize that we're not?
3: Well, I think it's... For me, I think um, a lot of my clients are embarrassed that they've got $50,000 worth of credit cards. Like, if they've got a lot of credit cards, they've got a lot of credit card debt. Yeah. Because if you got 10 or 15 cards, they all got balances.
0: Well, I don't know. Some of these people that are credit card hackers, you'll find people with 25, 30 credit cards because they're, they're spinning all these re- reward points.
3: Yeah. They're spending too much time. <laughs> Get a life. You can't even take the vacation with all the points because you're so busy managing the points. <laughs> you got the spreadsheet for your spreadsheet. Yeah. To be able uh, to do that. Do, do you play the points game, Bob? Um, I don't. You don't I at mean, all. I, well, no, I do. I have American Express and I, I put everything on that, but I don't like that's all I use. Yeah. You're not going on American. Express. And you, pay you're it
0: down. not wheeling, dealing cards. Gwen, how about you?
4: I have a few, but I have definitely <laughs> stepped it back. H- how come? Uh, It's just really annoying to have to like keep track of all the fees and all the points and what goes where and what category is this quarter. And can I use this card on this restaurant or this card on gas and whatever,
0: you know, I was talking to somebody a couple months ago and they actually put color coding on their cards. They put little, little stickers on their cards. So like a restaurant was red and that was their restaurant card. Airlines were blue. They had a different card that matched each one. So they had this system with the five different cards they use. Paul's looking at me like, that's just nuts it seems a little crazy doesn't it it does seem crazy but if i can get 5x points for using the right i suppose so
1: but if like over like a 12 dollar panera grilled cheese i mean i guess that adds up over time but
0: (laughs) that that bread bowl soup yes yes 5x on the bread bowl soup all right at the end of one what is the score Gwen came close and I feel bad, Gwen, but there were so many that had, uh, well, there was there was more than one on here that, that, that had debt, so I couldn't give you paying it off because that was a positive thing. Uh, but we did widen it for Paul and for Bob. Gwen, uh, don't be
3: positive next round. Rip off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the good news is, Gwen, you get to hear their answer second. We're going to go in reverse order now because the score, Bob slash Len have won. Paul slash OG has one Gwen and Paula has zero, but you know what? This second round we're playing for two points. Oh, yes. nice. Gwen might be able to move into the lead, but we'll find out that later, Bob, your move, my friend, what, uh, w- what's another one on this list?
3: I think it's going to be, um, when you have to ask somebody who you've loaned money to, to pay it back. Cause they're late. Is it
0: talking to somebody that you've loaned money to about their payments is that on the list. Oh yeah. And in their their words, loaning money to friends and family period. And I remember in our family, people loaning money back and forth and some of the awkward family dinners. I remember, heck, back in the early 90s when I was a disaster with money and going to Thanksgiving and not wanting to look certain family members in the (laughs) eye. Luckily, I was in a kind family. Paul, have you loaned money to a family member?
1: Uh, yeah, I have into some friends and, uh, and I've been very, very gratified when, uh, those, some of those people have paid me back.
0: So you, you don't expect them to pay you back. No, I do. You do expect them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've learned. I've been down this road though. This this is not a game I'm I'm going to play anymore because it's always somebody who's like they you, you loan somebody money and then unintentionally you become uh, a participant in their financial life and and you're like you start to go really you bought a jet
0: ski that sounds that sounds great yeah, they bought a jet ski when they I'm owed just, you money
1: I'm using that uh, that an exaggeration well no it's
0: fun. this happened I can't remember who told this story but somebody a family member owed these people money. And when bought a jet ski when they owed them five
1: grand? I know. Well, it's, it's, you know, you don't want to have anything else to worry about in your life. And so I I don't know. It's just better policy to. To not get involved,
0: you know, Paula Pant is somebody uh, from afford anything is somebody that I really want to borrow money from because she doesn't. She, she says when she gives people money, she doesn't even think about it anymore. She thinks, I, "What's her number?" Thinks, I know she thinks somebody's gone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I, good for it, Paula. Bob, you're a CFO of a company. Do you have you loan family members money?
3: Uh, I have. Uh, what <laughs> it did not work out well. If I lend people money now, I don't expect to get paid back. So I I have to look at it as a sunk cost
0: you do well maybe we borrow yep. money from bob forget paula there you go
3: <laughs> but i have i have high standards <laughs> oh <laughs> are, you are you saying really we can't get in pathetic.
0: are you saying but, we won't yeah. be able
3: to fill out the app
0: like the uh it's the application <laughs> story yes it's gotta be sad bob charges 26 percent interest i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> Gives yeah you pay you know. back the principal but what about the vig <laughs>
3: It's right.
4: It's- and yeah. let's note that we're talking about, you know, the actual Paula, not this Paula, because my Paula rules are a little different. What are your rules, Gwen? Uh, well, my family grew up, if you borrowed money, you signed a contract to pay back oh, with interest. Oh, nice. You, you nice. did
0: attach interest.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How
0: much interest did you charge a family member? What was the preferred rate?
4: It was usually something small, like one or two percent, just enough no. to know that, like, it, we really expected it to be paid back
0: and did you get paid back
4: oh yeah every time
0: you did <laughs> wow but
4: now as my financial situation has changed if somebody comes to me and says hey can you lend me money i'm not going to make them sign a contract for interest or whatever i will give the the money to them and if they can pay me back later awesome but i do not expect to be paid back
0: yeah yeah but you do but but you don't tell them that
4: But I don't tell them that because I really, I want them to pay me back, but it's money. I never give more money than I can spare.
0: Well, here's the the deal. Bob just took the lead with three. Paul, if you want to keep pace, you got to get this one. Low credit score. Is.
3: Good, good. Low
0: credit score on our list of most embarrassing topics. Yeah. They say a weak credit score. And, um, you know, back when I was a disaster with money, I remember a friend telling me, Paul, uh, because my car was going bad and he said, no, the car, these car companies give loans to everybody. They give loans to everybody. So you're fine. So I walk into this car dealership (laughs) and, uh, I, I, I turned out to be the guy, <laughs> and you're like, but that's
1: a great batting average, three fifty. <laughs> that gets me in the Hall of Fame.
0: It's, it's incredible. Oh. What was Rod Carew's batting average? That's three three hundred fifty is amazing. Yeah, not good. Anybody else suffer with bad credit
3: earlier? Uh, Bob, did you did, did you ever have bad credit? I I yes, I did. It was unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was never horrible, horrible, but it was you know mediocre when i was trying to just do comedy because uh, it pays so much most of my <laughs> dreams were on credit cards <laughs> paul paul you know that, that very personally i think
1: chicken wings are not an asset they're <laughs> they, they, they depreciate very quickly is dude. that
0: how you guys bob at the comedy store try to pay the talent is in chicken wings we do yes
1: well, i prize. got a, i got a contract a, a, a gig book the confirmation they sent me they said i'm not going to say where because i t- Sadly, want to go back, and it said benefits in addition to your pay include uh, a hotel room and free water. Free Free water.
3: uh, Free water.
1: Free water and soda. But but water is funnier than free water and soda. And I was like, wow, free water. All
3: the water I could
1: drink. Boy, I'm going to be hydrated that weekend.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Sweet. And and you bring along a bunch of plastic bottles to make sure you get your money's worth.
1: That, yeah, you get you, they—they probably try to charge you for anything you take away.
0: I—I've heard, by the way, uh, about some of these uh, comedy rooms that comedy clubs will will keep where they put up the quote talent, and about how awful these apartments are that they comedy com- have.
1: comedy condos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring your bring your anti itch medication. <laughs> not, not, not great places. Hydrocortisone is what the word I was looking for.
4: Is that because of the you know bed bug? Absolutely,
3: and probably a whole lot of other gross things on the walls with a black light. Bob, did you did you ever go on tour (laughs) doing comedy? I I I did, I did. Yeah, Yeah, there were some really sad places. It makes you really consider life.
0: i've i've heard these stories about uh comedy clubs and managers that won't pay if you don't finish your set so you know there's the famous uh bill bar uh burr. bill burr sorry thanks you mean bill the burr, former attorney, burr, general burr, the or... attorney general or <laughs> yeah right comedy oh, run he was hilarious oh he was the attorney general
1: <laughs> yeah bill Barr. I,
0: I thought that was i thought that was comedy uh what about bill burr uh, yeah, well Bill Burr very famously was not going to get paid unless he finished this set that was outdoors it was some radio station thing it was broad daylight mm-hmm. and uh people started throwing stuff at him.
1: Oh, that's that was yeah that 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 was the show in Philadelphia and he went off on the crowd. It it it's one of the funniest viral videos you can see and, and a comedian at his height refusing to back down from a from an ugly crowd it's fantastic
0: which is also i've heard incredibly dangerous like do not do
1: not go against the crowd not with that uh what's the name of the morning show he was on i've been on that guy's satellite show now um not uh anyway it was very rowdy uh crowd very rowdy radio show and they were throwing stuff and he was like i will be selling my cd after the show and he was he was fantastic he was fantastic yeah,
0: that, that is so positive. good yeah and and for everybody listening that doesn't know he was counting it down yeah He's, he would tell a joke and he'd go four more minutes
1: yeah because there's a clock in front they had you know it's a, it was a it's a showcase show so there were like 10 comics on it, and every comic had whatever you know like 20 18 minutes or whatever your set time is and he could see the clock ticking down
0: Gwen, no pressure, but uh, Bob has three and Paul has three to really have a big shot at winning. This is the one.
4: All right. I think I'm ready.
0: All right. What do you got?
4: How about, since I have re entered the dating market now, how about talking about money with your significant other?
0: Ooh, is it embarrassing to talk money with your significant other? Which is pretty wild, Gwen. I mean, on a lot of levels, it shouldn't be embarrassing, should it?
4: So I just have to think from like a normal person's standpoint, because I am <laughs> super abnormal and we'll talk about, you know, everything with anybody about money. So I'm just like thinking about, oh, yeah, you know, I've definitely dated guys who were reluctant to talk about money.
0: Yeah. And, and why do you think? You think it was because they were bad with money?
4: Or I earned more.
0: Oh. Ooh. That ended up being the case? Several times. Yeah.
4: Those didn't last very long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So do you mean, wait a minute, do you mean that the guys got uncomfortable and didn't want to date you because you made more than them?
4: Play that cheering sound because you're exactly right.
2: (laughs) Sounds like she dated a lot of
1: comedians. (laughs) (laughs) Comedians would have stuck around for the free meals.
0: That's, I mean
4: yeah hey but they I have so many funny stories from dating let me tell you
0: they could have brought home all the water they wanted though gwen you could have made it's the true. money they brought have, home the water
4: i have fountains of free water <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> all right the score uh bob slash len has oh i forgot my music come on joe that's what i like about doing the show live Bob slash Len has three. Paul slash OG has three. Gwen slash Paula stays in the game with two. We're going to have the exciting third round here in uh, just a moment. But this week it's kind of meta. We got another game we got to play. We got a break for our trivia. And then we'll do the third round. And our normal trivia game is where we ask our contestants a question every friday that well there's probably no way they know the answer to the question so the person who is closest closest is going to take home another point it's a two-point day for len and og and paula and none of them are on the show because it's april fool's day but you know who is here doug
2: you're here and you've got some trivia for us let's go There, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Today, we're talking about lightning up. But what about when lightning lights fire to your house? It happens more than you'd think. In fact, I tried to convince my insurance company it happened to my back porch, but they were all like, Sir, we found barbecue sauce at the scene. So, fine. It was more like a stream of lighter fluid than a flash of lightning. Potato, potato. Total ripoff. Anyway, my question today is what's the total amount of money insurance pays out annually for damage resulting from lightning strikes? And for this, we're using data from 2018. I'll be back with the answer right after I attach this metal rod to that car I've been wanting to replace.
0: I'm sure they won't catch on to that either. There's, there's no way. Oh, why do you have all this metal attached to this car? I, I don't know. All right. We've got our three contestants. And the good news here, Gwen, is that on the game show, you got to go first because of the fact that you were uh, in third place. But in the trivia question, you get to go last and hear what these guys do. Unfortunately for you, Bob, that means... That, well, um, that actually means that you, uh, get to go first here.
3: All right. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with 25 million, 25, <laughs> th- 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 oh, like, I
2: had no idea.
3: You sounds, said you a lot of thought into
2: that, did
3: you? <laughs> well, you know what? Last time I way underestimated. And so I'm going to go big to, to 25,
0: $25 million is probably- Bob's number. And, uh, okay. Uh, uh, OG slash Paul, Uh, what do you think? Is this in the United States,
1: North America, or globally?
2: United States.
0: Yes. It's in the U S. All right.
1: And what's the speed of light again? I'm just trying to, I'm doing, I'm approaching this like a consulting interview. I'm trying to, trying to make up for that McKinsey interview in 1997. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say 750 million.
0: Wow. Bob's at. Wait a minute. Bob is at 25 million. You think it's way higher.
1: If I was going third, it would be 25 million and $1. My uh, price is right strategy.
0: So, so you're creating a big old field goal for well, Gwen. I, so she's got
1: Gwen's got to pick, make pick a path, pick
0: something. All right, Gwen, you got Bob on one side with 25 million. Paul's on the other with seven fifty.
4: You know, I don't, I don't think this is a fair fight for them.
2: Why, why is it? Uh-oh. This but, is her specialty?
1: She's one of Ben Franklin's
0: great-great-great-granddaughters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Gwen's like... <laughs> in her other career. That's
0: right. That's right. Gwen's like, no, it's not a fair fight because I got the Googler
2: up.
4: Actually, it's not a fair fight because my house has been hit by lightning before. Really? Yep. When I was about 12 or 13, uh, all of a sudden there was a blue ball of light in the middle of every room and it fried our VCR uh my alarm, alarm, alarm clock and uh my stepdad's uh gaming computer oh. Uh, joystick.
1: Oh, his Pong machine?
4: <laughs> no, he was a, a flight sim. Mm. Yeah. So uh yeah, I, I have firsthand experience with this uh this actual event. So I'm gonna, you know, neatly split the difference here and I'm gonna say uh three hundred and 50 million dollars
0: she's going right in the middle you're not gonna chelsea Brendan, either one of them that's right taking it through the uprights i like that strategy all right we got 350 million dollars 750 million for uh, for paul and bob's got 25 million we'd love to tell you who's right but we don't play that way we'll be right back and now a word from our sponsors at betterment do you want your money to dream big Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Well, you know what I think about Navy Federal? I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country. And I also think about some of our active service members. want to say a special shout out to... Uh, My nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy. Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine. And my nephew, Nathan, is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals, it's all branches of the military. Veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA equalizing Lender. Bob, you kicked this off with $25 million, and it appears that our other two contestants think you might be a little shy. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Again, underestimating. And, and Paul, $750 million, how are you feeling about that one? Well, I, I mean, I, I suppose it depends on how you define
1: lightning damage, right? So is it just to homes or I mean, if a lightning strike causes a forest fire, you're looking at billions of dollars worth of damage. So how much did it pay out to homeowners was the question. I don't think it was phrased that way. I, I
2: think I, I, Doug, <laughs> did you phrase it that way? Let's read that question back. The question again is: What's the total amount of money insurance pays out annually for damage resulting from lightning strikes? Right. So oh, okay. So that could go.
1: that could be interpreted broadly.
4: Mm, I think.
1: That's I mean, a stress, how much? Though. No, it's if not it a, lightning. If, if a lightning strike a causes fire, a forest fire, that's how much are forest fires? How much damage does it cause in California? Like trillions yeah, of dollars. The house
4: is because it burned down because of a forest fire, not because it was started by lightning. But the ultimate—I
1: mean, unless you want to go back to God and creation, the lightning was the original <laughs> source of the fire. Have you
4: worked at an insurance company before, because that's exactly what they do.
1: Anyway, they
0: do—they call it
1: an act of God. You're right, an act of yes, God. An act, please, of God. yes. Anyway, I have a feeling. Uh, never mind you've heard my piece you have a feeling yeah. move on what are you saying you think you're too you think you're too high don't you no i don't i, I mean uh ba- no I, I will we'll see if, if it's just home
3: homeowner- mine was per county
1: that was, was just ventura county. county bob that's right
4: <laughs> time multiplied that by 99 for iowa alone yeah
0: well uh i love the fighting uh, we're guys all way off i'm sure but you know what somebody has an answer and it's not me i think it's uh mom's neighbor doug
2: Hey there, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Lightning strikes somewhere on Earth about 100 times a second. Nearly the same number of times Joe brags about his latest vacation. In 2018, the Insurance Information Institute paid out to almost 78,000 policyholders around the U.S. to cover damage. Lightning can start fires, fell trees, and ruin your day in a variety of expensive ways. Some tips to avoid damage include checking your smoke detectors and fire extinguishers in case of a fire, Uh, use surge protectors for your most valuable appliances and electronics like joysticks, and don't play golf when it looks like a strobe light rave outside. As many homeowners have found out, those precautions aren't always enough, so how much did insurance companies pay out to homeowners for this kind of damage in 2018? Nine hundred and nine million dollars. That means Paul is our winner. <laughs> You're welcome, OG. <laughs> you are welcome.
4: Son of a gun, I'm sorry, Paula.
2: God damn it. Yep. If That's
0: it
3: was close. if it was per county, you might have been closer there, Bob. I yeah, I, I misinterpret. I misunderstood. They're they're yes.
0: they're just yeah. a simple misunderstanding. I got Total
1: both showcases, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home with the above ground pool. <laughs> the, the the, the, hand, the new Amana awesome. dryer.
3: Good.
4: <laughs> On the other hand, you can earn money from lightning strikes, like I did when I caught a video of a lightning strike across the street last year and got paid 120 bucks for it. How'd you get paid for that? One of the viral video companies bought it the rights
0: but what do you do did you market it to them did they just come and knock on your door they call you
4: they dm'd me on twitter i put it on twitter and they saw it and they said wow this looks really cool we want to own the rights and apparently some people have used it and they paid me a hundred hundred euros so it was you know not quite 120 bucks but close
0: you you wonder how much money they made off that Yeah, at least I do. I don't
4: actually. It would make me sick. I'm I'm happy with my 120 bucks.
0: Yeah, 120 bucks for a picture that you really, I would think, got lucky because man, you you're clicking the button right at the perfect time.
4: Yeah, I was taking a video, and so that was actually a still from the video. But Uh, uh, you said that. I I got the I got a a good shot of it, and then I fell off the windowsill, so it was all good. (laughs)
0: So so it paid for the back injury.
4: No, that's like half of a chiropractic visit nowadays.
0: That's half, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Inflation just the past few weeks, it might be even less than that. Hey, we're going to our final round of today's furious competition between Gwen Murs, the Fiery Millennial, Bob Wheeler from Money You Should Ask. Absolutely. A- and, and Paul Ollinger from Crazy Money here rounding out our April Fool's Day episode. And we're doing the top 10... 10- Money topics that we get embarrassed about, and so this is the money round. It's uh three points now, so everybody's in the game. By the way, third round brought to you by Magnify Money, Mr. Ollinger. You know what happens when you go to stackybenjamins.com/slash magnify money?
1: I bet you magnify your money.
0: It is amazing that you do that because 92% of the products that are out there, all your banking products. Head-to-head, they look at them at Money. stackybedjamins.com slash money. So savings accounts, checking accounts, CDs, all ranked head-to-head at Money. Those brick-and-mortar things you're using, probably not best in class. So go check them out. All right. This big third round, Gwen, you get to go first. So here is no pressure, but if you're staying in the competition, you need these three points, girlfriend.
4: Okay. Okay. Uh... The pressure is getting to me. All right. <laughs> Sweating nervously. My palms are all tacky. Breathe. All right. Breathe. How about somebody gave you bad advice on how to invest your money and you got burned big time. So bad ad- bad money advice you're embarrassed about. Is
0: bad money
4: advice on here.
2: Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm actually widening it here for you, Gwen, like I widened it for Bob and Paul earlier (laughs) because it was actually going into debt because of bad money advice. You got bad enough advice that you went into debt, but I think nobody likes to tell people that I went to a financial pro, or I went to somebody and I got some horrible advice. You always want to talk about how great your uh, people are around you than that.
4: I'm sure investing in a racehorse is a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bad
0: news is, are you familiar with how that works? We have, we have a guy, uh, Derek in the basement, our Facebook group who actually uh, raises racehorses and was talking about how you have to buy these things or a share of them when, when they're, very, very young, like incredibly young. So the chance of you making money is so small. Neat, huh? Neat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good story, Joe. Let's move on. <laughs> I'd invest in the legs. You know. right. So So Gwen, Gwen has five. That puts her in the lead, which means, Paul, to take the lead away from her you got to get this one all right
1: now i'm sure there's a joke to be made about getting a reverse mortgage from joe namath i am sure there's a joke here but i don't have it i'm gonna say talking to your kids about money
0: Mm, good is talking to your kids about money on this list boom 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 oh
1: man you gotta upgrade your your gong I don't. Like wah, wah, wah. Wah. I don't. I think I, don't, I have it on my roadcaster. We should plug my roadcaster in.
0: I don't have it. Yeah, we have two roadcasters. Just so I feel totally here bad. Here about- it is. Hold on, I got it. Exactly. There you go. Now we got it. I just had to shift over one set there. Oh my gosh, you've got it all set. Up. I got man. Let's check that out. But uh, but but yeah, teaching your kids. Do you get uncomfortable talking to your kids about money? Well, I, I you know I think. Not at
1: all, but I think that uh, it could potentially be very embarrassing, especially if you're an older adult. Now, we talked about borrowing money within a family, but I think it could be you know potentially embarrassing talking to your kids saying you don't have enough money for retirement.
0: Yeah. Which- well, and that's the thing. When, when I've talked to people that are experts in this area, they always caution adults that you don't have to be a money expert. You don't want to scare your kids, mm-hmm. but you can share with them some of your your not so good money habits so that they can learn from those too.
1: Yeah, but most people with bad money habits don't talk about their bad money habits. They're not even aware of their bad money habits.
0: Yeah, or how bad they are. They mm. might think they're kind of bad, but they don't right. look at it. Uh Bob and your family growing up, did you guys talk about money?
3: Um, mostly about what we didn't have, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, no, we did not talk about money. My parents did not. They pretended not at all. Yeah. Uh, Gwen, how about your family?
4: Uh, to a point, they taught me how to be responsible with money, but they didn't really share any of their particular details.
0: Well, so here's what we got. We've got uh, Paul and OG not going home with the double header. Ooh. You won the trivia. Ooh, I did. But not going to win God. this one. Is it Gwen slash Paula or Bob slash Len? Bob,
3: for all the marbles. Oh. God, I've narrowed it down to two. And I'm going to go with, I hope it's right, um, bankruptcy. Oh, that's a good one. Dang it. Is bankruptcy on...
0: This list. <laughs> they didn't call it bankruptcy.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. wow. How far are you going to widen these categories, Joe? It's like a four-lane expressway.
0: It is chronically spending well above your means, which which I think leads to bankruptcy. And uh, yeah, the others on this list, by the way, the burden of student loans. Nobody said student loans. Oh, no, student loans. What about asking for a raise? Uh, asking for a raise not on, is it on here? Okay. But not knowing how to save, just not knowing the basics of saving is on you. That one's kind of lame. I agree. Paul just made a face. Mm. I kind of agree with that one. I mean...
4: One. I, I agree with that one because there's a lot of people in the money groups who are like, don't judge me, but I don't know anything. Help me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Yep. And then on that note, by the way, talking about investing, another one on investing, the last one on here, managing a 401k. People are embarrassed because they don't know how to manage their 401k. Hmm. Interesting. But the sad thing is, you know, I mean, we're here, it's it's April Fool's, guys. You guys all are either people I think are really funny or people that do comedy professionally. But these things that we're really embarrassed about, let's talk about this for a second. I look at this list, and it seems to me, Bob, I'm going to start with you, that if we just kind of learn to laugh about this and not take ourselves so seriously, we might actually
3: loosen up a little bit and get more done. Totally agree. That's... <laughs> We got to have more conversations about money, and it's—I mean—you don't have to laugh at the other people, but you need to be able to laugh at yourself.
0: And there is a big difference, Gwen, between laughing at you know these guys that don't make as much as you
3: and, 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 and laughing <laughs> and with them. Shaming them.
4: them. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I would never shame anybody who earns less than me, but I will laugh at you later with friends if that's why you don't want to date me
2: yeah
0: i
4: thought she was
2: gonna say but i will break up with you (laughs) yeah
0: i will judge you (laughs) but that will be well and really you don't judge people based on that gwen do you
4: i don't
0: no no not at all i've known you long enough to know that that is not that is not a, a a thing for you Paul, how about
3: you?
1: Well, it seems to me like in society today that, that we're becoming more open to having discussions around things like our mental health, right? So, so, vulnerability and becoming accepting of people's differences is more in vogue than ever. And yet, I don't see that happening around money problems still. It's not okay to, you know, like share that with a friend on a whim.
0: You guys are all people that are very open about money. Do you find that your friends think it's weird, but uh, Paul, do your, do people think it's weird that you're open about money and money discussions? When
1: I first started the podcast, uh, people were like, I don't know, you know, talking about money on the pod. And, and the, the one person in particular, who's very affluent said that about coming on the show. And then he came on the show and we had a great conversation about how he was brought up and about how he, uh, his values of his parents and, 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 his middle-class background informs how he feels about his affluence today. And it was really, it was a great conversation.
0: I found that going around the country with million stories, doing these, interviewing one person I don't know in every city, and everybody, when we first sit down, seems so rigid, and and they're a little bit scared, you know? They do it, which I think is very courageous, but we, every time so far, we've had fantastic conversations once we just break that ice. I think people want to talk about it. I think people they want do. to share their stories. I
1: think, And I think people, when they start talking, go, oh, yeah, well, I feel like this because that's I see what my parents did and, and how that informs where I'm coming from today.
3: Why do you think they do, Bob? Well, I think because we've been keeping it hidden for so long and trying to present for so long, it's exhausting. And I think people are just relieved that other people are saying, it's okay. I mean, I'll sometimes give a talk. And 10 people follow me to the parking lot to each tell me their story because somebody that's not going to judge them, somebody that can relate. And I just think people are tired of presenting that they have this amazing life when in reality they're embarrassed. Even if they do, they think they don't.
0: That's, that's what I, and I feel like social media really makes it worse. You know, these pretty it pictures does. on Instagram and we feel like we have to keep up.
1: After I gave my last talk, 10 people followed me to the parking lot because they wanted to kick my ass. It was... <laughs> Well, you're a jerk.
0: <laughs> Gwen, friends think you're you're weird because you like to talk about money?
4: Well, okay, my friends think I'm weird for a lot of different reasons,
0: but <laughs> I'm your friend. And, I think you're weird, which is awesome.
4: Yeah that's because we we're kindred souls. Um no, my friends don't think I'm weird anymore because I consistently do it and I am the money friend in basically all of my friend groups and they know that they can come to me and be like, "Hey, I'm thinking about taking half of my 401k out and giving it to a management company. What do you think?" So, I am I'm, I'm kind of, you know, the, the the person that they go to, they don't have to follow strangers into a parking lot and <laughs> tell about their money.
1: I'm just going to start hanging out in parking lots and hope money experts come along.
3: I Dug it felt like we weren't strangers by the time we got to the parking lot. I mean, it <laughs> didn't feel so strange. <laughs>
0: Doug, Doug, you know, it's funny is, you know, tangentially you talk about money. I mean, you contribute to the show. Do you find that, what do people say about you being on a money podcast?
2: I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the part where you said I contribute to the show. (laughs) What did you say after that? I didn't really hear anything. I got all buzzy and dizzy. Just hanging out with people and, and, and you're, you do a money podcast. Uh, Not that often, a, a little bit. It's still largely a taboo subject, right? I mean, people don't want to talk about their earnings that much because they're worried that either they're going to be sound like they're bragging or, man, I don't measure up like I thought I did. But I will say we talked about it. And still do quite a bit in our home and in our house with our kids, and especially now as they're starting to kind of go off on their own and and be young adults with incomes, and you know, and helping them set up budgets and understanding how to contribute to their four hundred one ks and and some of those fundamental things. Um, I mean, they were getting their own Roths in. Uh, late high school, and so was pretty excited about that. And that wasn't anything that my family talked about growing up. So definitely talking about it in the family. Sense.
0: No, it's really good. I know both of your kids well, and they're 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 very good with money. And um, I think the. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So uh, oh, thanks to you, it could say it is. It's totally my fault. Sure, yeah. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today. Let's find out what all of you amazing people are doing where where you live and work. Uh, Gwen, people can hang out with you on Twitter. You're a fiery millennial, always having some fun conversations. But uh, what else are you working on? You do anything else in the financial arena right now?
4: Uh, you know, I'm still writing on my blog at FieryMillennials.com nope, and nope. Uh, appearing on my friend's podcasts and just uh, generally keeping an eye out on things in the, the finance world.
0: Well, and I'm so happy you're hanging out with us today. That was It was a great time. Bob, thanks so much for coming back on again, my friend.
3: Absolutely. Total pleasure. You were grossly low again, though, on your trivia. You got I was to- gro- I'm going to start adding like 200% to any of my numbers. I'm yes. going to multiply it. <laughs> yes. So what's
0: happening in your podcast? Tell me about some guests coming up. What's going on?
3: Let's see. Well, we actually have a cool couple, uh, a dad and son um, called John's Crazy Socks that's coming out. Um, <laughs> celebration of uh, World Down Syndrome Day. They actually started a crazy sock company. Um, together, So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, oh man, we have so many guests and you know, after I meet them, I completely forget their names. Um, is that- <laughs> I'm like, i want going to spend the rest of my life with you. What? what? We talked last week. No,
4: I love <laughs> really, I have the same problem with my, all of my dates. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we got a, we got a lot of great shows and I'm, um, I'm also working on a children's uh, series on financial literacy. That's, Coming out in October.
0: And that's at the and they'll find that at the Money Nerd, right? The Money they'll Nerve. Find that at the Money Nerve. At the money right. Nerve dot I mean, And I'm a nerd and I'm
3: I get on people's
0: nerves. So. <laughs> and the money you should ask podcast, wherever finer podcasts are. Speaking of Finer Podcast, Mr. Allinger, not only thanks for being on, but as I'm on tour, thanks for uh putting me up at yeah. the Allinger uh compound. It was here. a good
1: incentive to clean up my office slash guest room over the garage. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here.
0: The, the the having friends put me up it's it's fantastic. nice to to see people in person
1: again i've you know you and i have had we had lunch in detroit two and two and a half years ago oh, we did you and it's is ch- this the second time we've met in person
0: is isn't that weird it's crazy it does not feel like that i know wow
1: what's happened at the crazy money podcast well since it's april 1st 2022 We've just had you on last week. Oh, I was brilliant. You were funny. <laughs> we were definitely not doing that conversation tomorrow morning in my basement. Yeah, seems, seems it hard. happened yeah. in the past. I had uh, two weeks ago. I had Jacob Goldstein, the former host of, um, uh, planet money. And he's got a new, uh, he's got a new podcast out called what's your problem from Pushkin. And, uh, next week I've got Chip Conley, who's the author of a book called wisdom at work, talking about how to become a modern elder.
0: A modern
1: elder. Gwen's got a little bit of time to prepare before she becomes a modern elder. It's about it's about career shifting, purpose shifting and middle age.
0: I think Gwen's a long way from middle age. That's what I'm saying. She's got yes. time to prepare. Absolutely. Uh, and you will find
1: that at the Crazy Money Podcast. Crazy Money Podcast on all the podcast apps. Paul Olinger, Ollinger. O L L I N G E R.
0: Well, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for today, everybody. Uh, we'll see you back here on Monday, Stack It More Benjamins. But Doug, you got it from here, my
2: friend. What should we have learned today? Well, Joe, first, you should never be embarrassed to talk about anything regarding your finances. Unless, you know, it's about that that one thing you accidentally put on the company credit card <laughs> for the third time, OG, it was an accident. Jeez, my. Second, if you see blue balls of light in every room in your house, that's not God talking to you. You're either a sophomore at the prom or you've just been struck by lightning. But the big lesson, lightning definitely seems like it could strike twice if it's costing almost a billion dollars a year. That's why I live my life in a basement. Thanks to Gwen Mers. Find out more about her work at FieryMillennials.com. Thanks to Bob Wheeler. You can hear him on Money You Should Ask wherever finer podcasts are found. You know, I love that phrase, finer podcasts. Is there a place where the tawdry, seedy
3: podcasts are found?
2: (laughs) Gotta go research that. Thanks to Paul Ollinger, his podcast, Crazy Money, is available wherever you're listening to us right now. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2022, and is written in part by Paulette Perhatch, who helps writers power their words, their work, and their earning potential with her Powerhouse Writers Coaching Program. Find out more at PowerhouseWriters.com. Thanks also to our team who made today possible. Karen Repine is our producer. Tina Eichenberg and Gertrude Smith are our social media mavens. And Brooke Miller handles the show notes and our amazing newsletter, The 201. Not only should you not take advice from these dorks, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. That's it for today. We'll see you back here on Monday on Stacking Benjamins.
0: Welcome to the after show. This is the part of the show that doesn't exist. What happens in the after show stays in the after show, guys. And, uh, you know, uh, we've we've all done some embarrassing things with credit cards. And while we were paused there, Paul looked at me and said he may or may not have a story about a company credit card. It's so embarrassing. When Doug said that, it
1: just brought back a horrific memory.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. Uh-oh.
1: So I'm 25 years old. And I work at a college, I'm not going to say which one, but I might have gone there. And I was working in the development office and I had a college credit card and I had no money and all my personal credit cards were maxed out. And there was this girl who happened to be from a very wealthy family who I was dying to take out. And I didn't have enough money to, (laughs) I didn't have enough money to pay for an omelet. I swear. So I wanted to take her to brunch and it was like, $14. $14. Cause this was like
0: 1994. Wait a minute. You're a student with, no, I was
1: working, at, working the at the college. Yeah. Okay. And so I used the college credit card to pay for brunch. And when the bill, I had to turn it over with the stripe up so that she didn't see the name of the college on the credit card <laughs> to, to realize how broke, how desperately broke I was or that she, and, and her family was affiliated with the college, like big benefactors. So she might have thought that I was, like, expensing her or trying to woo <laughs> her. Right. It was horrible. It was horrible. Almost out- as embarrassing as the Argyle socks I wore on my date. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's a whole
0: different story. Anyway. So, speaking of socks,
2: I've, smart work.
0: I am wearing some socks now because I have two days left in this before I can, can uh, do laundry. I'll let you do laundry here. Check out, check out these socks. These are socks that somebody sent me as a thank you for oh, being on the fantastic. show. They're pictures of my face. I love them. Wow. I have pictures of my face in socks. Bob. I thought I just thought they were old shrimp. I didn't know what it was. <laughs>
3: Easy. <laughs> that
0: No, uh, Bob, you don't have socks of your face. I I don't. No. <laughs> I, I just. Yeah. 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 Bad news just, using a company credit card, or
1: that's, uh, getting yeah. in trouble with a credit card. Oh, by the way, um, I paid the co- I did pay that bill out of my pocket. I didn't I didn't sure. expense her. I just
0: No, and I know exactly what you did. It was a
1: cash flow issue. I know what
0: you did, Allegra. You went to the you went to the the college on Monday and went I really screwed I used up. I the wrong
4: card. I
0: accidentally <laughs> gave him the wrong card.
4: Yeah. All right. Here's a question, Joe. What's your most embarrassing money story?
0: Oh, well, um you know, mine I've told a hundred times about the – because it's so embarrassing. Uh, uh, but it's just, uh, you know, in college that I got into credit card debt. Here's one that was really embarrassing that I haven't told a hundred times, which is – I took some clients. This is when I was doing much better with money. So I've got my act together. I've got some great clients. I take them to dinner. Whenever people had these milestones, we'd celebrate where I would take them out. And I take them out, and I did not realize that my my dad had had somebody bounce a check to him, and I had used that money in my account. I had left my credit card at at the office to meet... I was in a hurry. So all I have is my debit card, and I have no idea that my account's overdrawn. So Ah. I'm sitting with these clients that have millions of dollars with me, and the waiter comes up in front of us and goes, sir, your card was declined. Oh, God. (laughs) Nothing better than get financial advice from a dude with a declined credit card. Oh, my God. And I have no idea Ah. what's going on, so I have to ask my clients... To pay for my dinner and I'll pay them back. Oh boy, yeah, that's
4: pretty embarrassing. That's
0: embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
4: You know what? I think you win, Joe. That's way more embarrassing than mine.
0: Uh, Do do, do you have one? You want to go, or are we done?
4: I I do. Yeah. No. I'll. I'll. I'll, I will tell this embarrassing tale. Uh, I was. This involves dating again because apparently I'm one track mind. But, uh, I was making plans to go see this guy, and he was like, "Hey, why don't you bring." you know, some stuff to make things a little easier for both of us. And so I was like, sure, what kind do you want? So he sent me a link to the particular, um, what do they they call it? Um,
1: Dispensaries.
4: Personal, I don't know. Anyway, it was lube. 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 I I was going to say lube. We're all (laughs) going to say lube, just saying. uh, Personal lubrication. But I didn't get the link in time, so in order to get the exact kind that he wanted, I had to pay for overnight like air shipping for sixty dollars for this like ten dollar bottle of blue.
3: Wow. Oh,
1: sorry. It's called Astroglide. You can get it wherever fine. So this like doubled
4: salt. as a massage oil, uh-huh. and it was like very yeah. nice. Yeah. And very and it's fancy. a great dessert. Yeah. It smelled like <laughs> peaches. It was wonderful. We had a great time.
1: It's a floor but wax and a dessert topping. Wow,
0: Jogas It was just very expensive. The greatest apple <laughs> hair, hair removal ever had. Hair removal. Wow. I don't think we can beat that. But and I'm sorry that we've got to we got to wrap it up because Paul's got to get his kid to to baseball. So wrapping up of is Woub, a
4: great idea. <laughs>